Hi, and welcome to the Beauty Expanded Podcast. I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads, and make more money. Now let's dive in to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Beauty Expanded Podcast. Now, today we are going to be diving deeper into the subject of competition. I actually did a video on my Instagram account just talking about this very topic and had a ton of engagement, feedback. People were sharing it on their stories, which I'm so grateful for. And I wanted to include it into my podcast library just in case this is where me and you engage because I think this is such a important and controversial topic within the beauty industry in general, let alone in what I do, which is camouflage tattooing. I think sometimes when you get into an industry that's still kind of new, there is a lot of that competitiveness behind the scenes, which can lead to a lot of drama and a lot of feeling bad or insecure or even questioning and doubting your own talents. And I wanted to just talk with you about how I view competition and how you can actually use it as a catalyst to really grow your business. So when you think of competition, do you think of it as a bad thing? Do you somehow believe and feel that if someone is successful, that that means there's less success for you to have? Do you feel that if your competitor is booked solid and lands clients easily, that somehow that that can't be easy for you to do? That somehow you can't be booked solid if she is, or if she's making all this money, that that means that you can't? These are some of the weird stories that we all have around our attachment to competition. Being an educator in this space, so I train students on how to camouflage tattoo. And it's really interesting because when students come into my training, a lot of them are pretty stoked that they're like going to be the first one to offer this service in their state. And yes, that's so exciting to be, you know, one of the first people in your state to offer a service that can help transform so many people's lives. And at the same time, even if there was, let's say, a handful of people already offering camouflage tattoo services, that wouldn't and shouldn't deter you from entering into this industry, especially if it's something that you're passionate and intrigued by and drawn to. And the reason why it shouldn't matter to you whether or not there's five people or even a hundred people is because I promise you, I know this is hard to believe at times, but I promise you that there is plenty of people for you to serve in this industry. There is plenty of bread and money to be made for everyone. So let's kind of back up and think of it in this way. There are, there's probably more than this, but the last time I checked, there was about 8 billion people on this planet. 8 billion people in this world. And when I think of that number, I mean, that is a huge ass number. That's a lot of people on this planet. And 
For what I do, so I camouflage tattoo, stretch marks, scars, and hair loss with permanent ink. And if I were to think of having zero competition, so let's just kind of try this on for size. Let's say there's no competition in the world. Not only are you the only one in your state that offers camouflage tattooing, but you are the only artist in the world that offers this. And there's 8 billion people in the world. Do you really want to tattoo 8 billion people? And this goes for anyone. So let's say that you're a brow artist listening into this episode. Do you want to do 8 billion brows on this planet? And let's say that, you know, half of the planet isn't interested in your services. Do you still want to service 4 billion people? If I were to really think about tattooing 4 billion, a million, 100,000 clients, to me, that gives me anxiety. And I'm not even a person that struggles with anxiety. But the thought of that is overwhelming. The thought of that is exhausting to me. If I were to seriously tattoo 100,000 people, I would probably and most likely hate what I do. I would be burnt out. I wouldn't enjoy it. I wouldn't even have time to truly connect with people and have amazing conversations and get to know their history and their essence because I wouldn't have time to do it. And honestly, those are the things that I really enjoy about my appointments. Those appointments and sessions that are literally four hours but feel like an hour because conversation is just flowing and you're just truly connected in this person's presence. I wouldn't even be able to have any of that because I would be so focused on serving such a high volume amount of clients. And I would begin to lose my passion. I would just lose all interest. That's, I mean, to be frankly and fully transparent and honest with you guys. That's happened even with a couple hundred of people that I've tattooed where I have felt burnt out and, you know, have wondered whether or not I wanted to continue tattooing. I couldn't even imagine being the only person in my industry that did what I did. And so when you think of it from a what I call a bird's eye view, so like when you take a step back from what you're currently feeling about your industry, whether or not you feel like it's oversaturated and that there's already so many people that offer it, what can you? offer that would make it so different or you know how would you be able to offer something to stand out and if you were to just take a step back from that viewpoint and look at it on a grander bigger scale you would realize that yeah there are plenty of people in this world there are plenty of people in my state there are plenty of people within my zip code you know of a one mile radius that I would have plenty to serve and there would be plenty more people that would need or want to get served by other people and we could all win. So me and a hundred other artists that do what I do, we can all win, run profitable businesses, make a great income, live a great lifestyle, pay our bills, you know, and really do what we love in the way that we love doing it. And That's how I think of competition, one. And the other way I think of competition is simply that it breeds innovation and creativity. I use competition to inspire me, to motivate me, to think outside of the box. And every time I think outside of the box, it inspires me to create and think of things differently on how to market and sell my services to attract my dream clients. And so, you know, 
competition will always breed innovation. It will always inspire you to be a better artist, to be a different artist, to own in on your unique talents that makes you you. I think of Starbucks in the morning, especially the one by my house is always busy. There's always a ton of cars lined up in the drive-thru and even when you walk inside, there's a ton of people waiting for their order. And then I also think of Dutch Brothers, which is another coffee place. I think they're in a couple of states through the U.S., but Dutch Brothers is a drive-thru coffee shop. Like, it's only a drive-thru. You cannot sit inside. They don't offer a ton of food. I think they only offer a couple muffins and they have incredible coffee as well. And they are always busy with a line full of cars outside their shop. And they service a clientele that loves coffee, just like Starbucks serves a clientele that loves coffee, but they do it in their own unique way. And they're making a killing. I think their stocks are pretty high right now because they're all about simplicity. Really, really great, creative, innovative coffee drinks with really great names and a simple pastry menu. I also think about, I used to be in a salon suite concept where I rented a room amongst other professionals in the beauty industry. So there were a lot of hairstylists, estheticians, waxers, brow artists, all within this building. And we each individually owned and leased a room. And I would walk into my salon suite all the time. There was predominantly hairstylists in there. I would say maybe 60% were hairstylists and they were all killing it. They all served people who needed hair services, but they did it in their own unique way. And they were busy and they were also working amongst other hairstylists or what you would call competitors. But it never felt that way because each and every one of them had their own unique style and their own like essence, their own personality. And they attracted those type of clients that were compelled to hire them and that felt comfortable around them. And so when you think of competition, I would like to challenge you in thinking of all the positive aspects of competition and why it's actually needed in this world, especially in the industry that you do. One, because you can't service 8 billion people, nor can you serve a fraction of that without being burnt out. Two, it allows you to really own in on what your unique gifts are, what makes you you, what makes your business an extension of you. It also keeps you on your toes so that you hopefully continue education to continue being a better artist and learning what new techniques can help further your skills so that you can serve your clients in a better way. It also keeps you on your toes to creatively think of different ways to really put yourself out there. And also three, competition is fun. I Think about when I used to do CrossFit. I no longer do CrossFit, but when I used to work out at a CrossFit gym, it was highly competitive. Not only were you oftentimes competing against the clock to try and finish as many reps or rounds within an X amount of time span, but sometimes you would compete against other athletes in the gym. And it was a lot of fun because it pushed you further than you would typically go by yourself. And what I mean by that is in the permanent makeup or cosmetic tattoo world, oftentimes when you're the only person in the industry or there's very few of you in the industry, 
it actually stunts your growth as an artist because a lot of your experience is going to come through trial and error. And that's just a given in this industry. You can take 10 courses on the fundamentals of tattooing, but not until you actually begin to work on real life skin, real models, will you begin to really grow as an artist and begin to really understand how your needles work. It's one thing to know something. It's another thing to truly understand it. So if you were the only one or maybe you were within a small group of artists who did what you do, it would actually stunt the growth and innovation of the industry as a whole. Because in that competitive mindset that I'm going to lose something if you gain something, you most likely aren't collaborating and partnering and sharing with other artists who do what you do. And the detriment to that is that it actually stunts growth because no one's sharing what they're learning along the way. No one's truly collaborating. And so you're not truly working together to improve the services that you offer to your clients because it's so singular. And when it's singular, it's that lone wolf mentality where everything I do is on me and you're going to only be stunted by growth and time because it all depends on whether or not things pan out every time you work with a client. I hope that makes sense. So basically what I'm trying to say is that I know this from firsthand experience. When I was trained in camouflage tattooing, there was literally only a handful of us in the U.S. that were doing this. And none of us, no one was talking about it. No one was really, truly collaborating and sharing what they were learning because of that scarcity mindset. And it was really hard to make mistakes and learn from them alone. I mean, I often felt like I was in the wild, wild west, just winging it and just making a ton of mistakes and not being able to talk to anyone about it because I felt like no one was really in that place to share or listen. The industry was extremely competitive. Like if you think the industry is competitive today, it was super competitive three years ago. And I just think about how lonely that felt and how I really just had to take a lot of time to figure out how to do better and to be better. And that could have been prevented or at least accelerated that learning curve if I had a group of people that I could really talk to that were in the industry that knew what I was talking about that had been there and done that before and so I guess what I'm saying is that if you fall into the fantasy of wishing that you were the only person that did what you did you would most likely find yourself very alone and depleted and exhausted. And it's kind of like one of those things, be careful what you wish for. Because I think a lot of students go into this industry and new artists wishing that they were the first one to really make it big in microblading or whatever industry you're in. And I think we forget to really look at people who are successful in the industry who were one of the first ones to do a particular technique or service. And we forget that most likely that costed them a lot of sacrifice in time, in unhappy customers, and in a lot of mistakes through trial and error. And that's another topic in itself, which is really valuing being a pioneer in your industry over the fear of making mistakes. That's another one that I'll do we look at a lot of the leaders in our industry and we forget that, you know, it 
it was a long road for them to get to where they are. All we see is just their success immediately. And sometimes even they don't really share all the trials and tribulations that they've been through, but I guarantee that they did. And all I can say is that even though in my specific niche of camouflage tattooing, it's still small. There is a ton of room for us to learn and grow from, but I'm just super excited and stoked to see so many artists stepping into this industry because I gotta tell you, Working on scars and compromised skin is very, very tricky, and it's not for the faint of heart. And so seeing so many artists step into this industry and want to literally transform people's lives is great and exciting to see. In many ways, my industry is still relatively new. You ask 9 out of 10 people, and all 9 of them will say I've never even heard of camouflage tattooing, nor did I know existed. And so that means that there's a ton of room for people to step into this industry and be highly successful and have many people at their fingertips that they can serve and that will want to buy from them. And I'm also excited to see it become more mainstream and to see more people get into this industry so that way we can really learn to do incredible work and really innovate the way that we camouflage stretch marks and scars and hair loss. This is a really exciting time to be in the tattoo industry and it's not oversaturated. And if it does become saturated, there is still so much room and opportunity for you to stand out. Think of Starbucks. Think of Dutch Brothers. Think of your favorite hairstylist and all the other hairstylists that you follow. Think of your favorite brand of makeup and beauty products and all the other brands that you follow and love. That just goes to show you that even in a saturated market, there will always be people that are attracted to you that want you specifically, that relate to you and connect with you. And that is what makes you so unique and special. And because of that uniqueness, you will have plenty of bread to eat. So I hope that helps soften your fear of competition. I hope that helps expand your perception and perspective on competition, that it's nothing to be afraid of. It's only to be invited in and to use it to your advantage, to innovate, to be a better artist, to be a creative artist, to collaborate and hopefully connect with some artists who are on the same page so that you can fall back on them, lean on them, for advice, tips, hopefully learn something new and not feel so alone. Let me know if this helped you. I would love to hear your thoughts. Send me a message on Instagram at Studio Conceal and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com. And I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.